Welcome to episode 4. My name is Ambarish and in this episode Prasanna and I continue our discussion on the Mahabharat from the previous episode. Enjoy. Before we proceed with Duryodhan, I wanted to share a quick stuff that I learned from uh, uh, Devdutt Patnaik. Uh, Devdutt hmm. Patnaik used to do this uh, series called Business Sutra on CNBC. Uh, so, Menka Doshi used to ask him a bunch of questions about today's corporate world. He would come up with some answer based on mythology, right? So, there was this one yeah. episode where he was drawing a uh, like a matrix of four by four with four different quadrants. Uh, one axis was somebody that follows the rules by letter, follows and uh-huh. does not follow. Somebody that follows uh-huh. the rules by spirit follows and does not follow. So, which means, you know, different characters he'll put in the four quadrants that are formed uh, with this axis. And then in that, he had put Duryodhan in the quadrant, interestingly, which is called where he follows the rules by letter, but never by spirit, which means all the rules that he follows is for himself. But you can never pin him down in a court of law, but he's all, because he's always on the right side of law. So that's an interesting thing. I mean, amongst a lot of things that uh, David Patnaik has said, I think this one, I found it really, really interesting and fascinating uh, about how Duryodhan as a character is. Yeah, Duryodhan is a very, very fascinating character. And uh, the the actor who played him in the B.R. Chopra serial, Puneet Desai, he became really famous back in the early 80s because of this scuffle uh, on the sets of Cooley, uh, where during this fight scene, he, uh, you know, Amitabh Bachchan became uh, very injured and he was almost on the cusp of death and he came back. And a lot of people held Punitesa responsible, but the poor thing had, you know, barely punched him once or twice. And he was obviously not responsible for the injury, but he was made responsible and that almost finished his career till it was revived by uh, Mahabharata serial. Punitesa had read this Sanskrit a play called Urubhangam, which is a very interesting story or a version of Mahabharata from the perspective of Duryodhan. Mm. And Urubhangam, of course, refers to his death, where Bhim uh, breaks his uh, thigh. And uh, Duryodhan had always uh, this wronged child kind of a persona. So even uh, towards the beginning of Mahabharata, he enters the palace of illusion of the Pandavas and, and he falls into that uh, he thinks this know, is a glass or something but it's actually water he falls inside i think he he thinks he thinks it's a solid surface but he steps into it and then he realizes it's water mm. and draupadi who was looking at him starts laughing that in many ways became the reason uh, why duryodhan wanted revenge mm. and he wanted the battle and so on and so forth so so he had this kind of a persona but you can't always pin him down as the villain, like you rightly pointed out. One part is, one other part is his uh, immense generosity to Karn as as his friend. I mean, he was as loyal as they come. You can't find a more loyal friend in the scriptures. One of the things that became very famous for us Bengalis growing up was this line from uh, a, a Bengali translation of the Mahabharata, which became part of our culture, part of our being. This line that went, Bina Yudhe Nahi Dibo Shuchagro Medini, which basically means Bina Yudhe, Bina Ladaike, Main Suike Nok Mein Jitna hmm. 
जमीन आता है वो भी नहीं दूंगा तो his mother asks him to come naked in front of her after having had a shower so that she can bless mm. him and make his whole body strong um, yeah. but uh, when he's going like absolutely naked and then you know krishna meets him on the way and you know in a cunning manner he tricks him into draping a plantain leaf around his waist to cover mm. his private parts and then uh, he he does that and so that's why uh, he's weak uh around his thighs which gave bhim an opportunity eventually to kill him in that battle of mees yeah so that's so typical of uh krishna's character and how it shaped up in the mahabharat a uh, use of cunning but to achieve noble means to achieve good uh, you know ends he would employ certain methods which are not very you know not considered conventionally good or proper and you know in fact uh uh in that 4 by 4 uh you know grid that i spoke spoke about the four different quadrants um devdas patnaik actually places krishna in a quadrant which is follows the rules in spirit mm. but almost never follows the rules in letter because he yeah. breaks all uh rules but never for himself always for the other so he always yeah. upholds the spirit of the law but never mm. uh, you know like bothers too much about uh following it uh, you know in terms of you know like in letter so i think he is like the other quadrant um there are there are many stories like that when he came to kurn with a specific agenda to recruit him for the pandavas he basically he was the first one who told him you were uh, kunti's first son and he was the first one to tell him that only because only to emotionally blackmail him to come towards the pandavas but kurn uh, refused because he was loyal to duryodhan mm. and so uh, so the the guy But, who uh, played krishna in mahabharat was like super influential like today when i talk to clients a lot of them ask us like saying hey will this ad if run on this platform will it result in better business for me better bottom funnel you know bottom line uh, you know will my bottom bottom line move and stuff like that but i was one of those people who watched nitish bharadwaj uh advertise johnson and johnson buds and then yeah. that's when i demanded uh, that i want johnson's buds uh, so i was one of the, you know it was one of those first brands that i bought because i thought if krishna is endorsing it then i should you know use it for sure so uh, nitish bharadwaj i think i think uh, that's one role that made him famous i i don't think he did anything significant after that but mm. he did it really yeah, yeah absolutely true uh, and uh, just to finish that point that i was earlier making i'm just revisiting something that i said earlier uh, that quadrant that we spoke about sure. like you know we spoke about two quadrants uh, so far one was for duryodhan one for krishna uh, but uh, yudhishthira uh, interestingly menaka doshi asks uh, devdatt patnaik saying where would you place yudhishthira he said yudhishthira is almost like a wannabe ram right because he wants to be someone that follows rules um uh you know ram uh, according to devdatt patnaik is somebody who managed to follow rules both in letter and spirit and he says yudhishthira is someone that's trying to be ram so and he stuck somewhere work in progress yeah. is how he described it and yudhishthira is a fascinating character as well but he had his own share of weaknesses uh you know and or rather weakness which is ties uh and you know which kind of 
resulted in his downfall but otherwise he had like great qualities of uh, you know like all those stories about uh, when all his brothers were dead drinking water of a river uh, and he had he had one chance to mm. to bring them all back to life and there was no and you know there was no mm. miracle cure and he had to you know almost like you know a kbc kind of a question you give the right answer you win so in that in this case the prize money was the life of all his brothers who were lying dead there so i think that's like yeah. a fascinating uh, aspect of uh, yudhishthira and yeah he's he's not he's not spoken about really often but uh, he was a upright man and he was a, also a very resilient man if i may put it that way because towards the end of mahabharat when everybody is going to the heavens and this is of course referenced in the amazon prime show uh, patal lok where this dog accompanies him and he refuses to get in without that hmm. dog and uh, you know which and eventually it is revealed that uh, i remember happened. this is uh, so uh, probably there in a lot of modern versions of mahabharat but was it there in the original vedavyas uh, mahabharat as well this was there in the mahabharat in its original form but it was not there i don't think it was there hmm. in the bia chopra serial but it was there in see mahabharata went through a number of transitions throughout the past thousands of years so it's difficult to say what was original and what's not uh so then uh, the other magnificent character in mahabharata is of course dhritarashtra he is this blind person and you know since he's blind there's this perception of him being weak and you know passive and all of that but he's a very very active and very very strong character you know he was you know physically mm. very strong of course there's this whole story of him and sanjay when he's unable to see what's happening in the battlefield because he is blind but incidentally he was also a commentator <laughs> yeah so he was probably the world's first commentator where he gave live commentary of what was mm. happening in the battlefield to dhritarashtra and he could see mm. what was happening so that is probably a parallel of internet and seeing things from a distance i don't know television But the moment you talk about uh, dhritarashtra so it always brings a smile to my face because i always think of not mahabharat the serial but of jaane bhi to yaar us movie ke climax mein dhritarashtra yeah. has the guy who is playing dhritarashtra in a stage in that movie on the stage has the funniest line he's like ye kya ho raha hai is listen you know all this funny stuff is happening <laughs> I, I, i don't know i know the dialogue standalone doesn't seem funny but when you watch it in that movie that dialogue is like really really funny considering what all is happening around dhritarashtra but one aspect of dhritarashtra that uh, you know is not uh, spoken about as often is he was so uh, strong i mean bhim is like the thor of mahabharat he is he is so phenomenally physically strong he had this brute physical strength and then when uh, dhritarashtra realizes that he might have killed his son duryodhan he actually invites him over to the palace and dhritarashtra wanted to you know basically uh, do a bear hug and hmm. kill him strangulate him and it was krishna who again krishna who told him uh, instead of going there physically to a hologram him, Uh, an iron an, an iron statue dhritarashtra broke that wow. uh, statue he hugged him so tightly that he broke that statue that mm. that's Dhrita, the the guy who played uh, bhim so apparently uh, really in strong. the mahabharat bia chopla mm. mahabharat uh, that guy has acted in a tamil movie did you know that 
Yeah, Michael was in a camera. You don't know. Just because, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, he plays Mike, you know, a role in Michael Mandakamajan and he's called Bheem. And there's this, you know, there's a whole funny yeah. comedy track around Bheem and stuff like that. But And he was also famously there in hmm. an Amitabh Bachchan film. You uh, know, which that is? I've not seen Shahin Shah. Yeah, this uh, Shaktiman guy who played Bhishma in Mahabharat, uh, I find him really fascinating. I I'm, I don't remember his name, but it's the same guy that played Shaktiman, right? Seriously, Shaktiman guy? It's, dude, it's Mukesh Khanna, the only person who became a superstar because of and continued to be a superstar after Mahabharat, at least in the small screen. Uh, that's Mukesh Khanna. And, you know, Mahabharat actually helped him build a career in Bollywood as well. Although he started in the 70s, he did some movies in the 70s as an action hero. None of them worked. Nobody saw them. Uh, but then Mahabharat uh, gave him a new lease of life. And mm. he was phenomenal as uh, as Bhishma Pitama. Yeah, I think I remember him being on that bed of arrow for a longest time. I used to keep asking a lot of questions to my father, saying, yeah. why is he sleeping there? Won't it hurt <laughs> if he's just lying there for so long? Yeah. Isn't it easier to die? So I had, used to have like a lot of questions. Why isn't he dying and all those things? But yeah, I think, you know, he's also like, he gets to decide when he dies or something. Yeah, like he that. had this Icha Mrityu thing. So he could actually decide the hour of his death. Oh, um, wow. And I think one other thing that I really found very fascinating uh, is in my mind, I think Bhishma was another guy who was, who was very, very similar to Ram. Right? I know they are from two different epics and all that. But uh, Ram gave uh, a word to his father um, that he would go to the forest and he'd come back and, you know, all those things like Bharat can rule the country. So he was so obedient, you know, as far as, uh, you know, dealing with his father and elders is concerned. Exact replica was Bhishma, but that character of Ram, because he gave a word to um, Satyavati yeah. saying yeah. that, hey, I won't marry uh, and, you know, your son will be the, so he will be the, he'll be the next king right yeah. after uh, you know, like uh, his father died. Uh, what's his father's name? Shantanu. 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 Yeah. So I think I find that quality of you know obedience very very similar to that of Ram, and he kept his vow for the longest time, right? I mean, he yeah. never broke it. Yeah. So I think that makes it him super super special. That's um, that's that's a very interesting battle. Hmm. Very interesting. That kind of rounds up are the the characters and the stories that we wanted to talk about. Having said that, there are millions of stories uh, related to Mahabharat. I mean, absolutely, there's no end to this. There's so many translations, so many versions, so many flub, subplots, so many stories, characters. It's endless. Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. Uh, do let us know how you felt about the episode, and uh, thanks for tuning in. What's more, but anyhow, if you liked it, you killed it, man. Of course, they enjoyed it. And I, I hope so. Okay, bye.